Hi, everybody. How are you? Isaac Jamal, Certified Life Coach, on a podcast on SYNYradio.com. Let me give you some information on how to dial in if you want to ask any questions. The number is going to be 319-527-4160. Again, 319-527-4160. To listen in, it's SYNYradio.com. Today, um, one more piece of information. As you call in, I do see you calling in. Just be patient. And I will unmute you and get you an opportunity to ask any questions that you want. Um, So we're excited to be here. And our goal for tonight is going to be discussing what life coaching is. There's a lot of questions about there of what a life coach really is, what they do. I hope to have a little bit of my own personal story involved and why I have become a coach. And give you some of those questions that I've been getting in, like what's the difference between a therapist and a life coach? How long have I been doing this? Why am I doing this? All those questions hopefully will be answered tonight. So thank you for listening in. Uh, Those that are on my Facebook, I am live. If you want to see, I am hosting from my office here in Brooklyn. I'm excited about it. We do have a caller here. Let me see if I can speak to them. Hello? Is anybody there? Hello? Hello? Unmute. Okay, we're having some technical difficulties. There's a 732 number uh, that's calling. Is anybody on with me now live yes hi how are you hi isaac who's this lisa batash hi lisa how are you hi thank you for calling in so you're welcome for everybody that doesn't know um lisa is a life coach herself and her and i have been stirring the pot on some wonderful things that are going to be coming up that we're going to be hoping to talk about um come fall We are launching an amazing program called From Stuck to Unleashed, focused specifically on community members, dealing with some issues and some areas that people might be stuck with living in such a wonderful, blessed community. And Lisa has uh, joined me, and she's going to be one of the coaches on the program, and we're so excited to have you. How's it going, Lisa? Thank you, Isaac. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. So... I'm happy you called in because you could talk to me, talk with me a little bit about what a life coach does and what a life coach doesn't do. Um, I prepared some information here. Um, the question that I get a lot, I don't know about you, Lisa, is what's the difference between a life coach and a therapist? And okay. a lot of people confuse the two. Meaning, when they first come in here, they're not sure they're going to be discussing their past. They have to get into, you know, talking about their parents. Are they going to be getting stuck in some emotional, you know, uh, place or area? But a lot, of, a lot of the things that I explain as far as therapy is concerned is therapy actually deals with a lot of diagnosis, a lot of trauma, a lot of serious issues that people might have that they necessarily need to go to a therapist. And they should be going to therapists. 
Life coaches, on the other hand, basically take where you are right now, ask you where you want to go or where you want to be, and then we try to help you map out the road. And there's a lot of details that go with that. We ask a lot of questions. We try to give a lot of feedback. There's a lot of encouragement and a lot of support with what we do with our clients. And it's a journey. It's really a mind shift and a perspective shift in the people that we help. How do you feel about that, Lisa? I feel that I 100% agree with everything you're saying, and I've been, you know, been... um you know, I've been to both a life coach and a therapist, and I think they're both useful for different, for different things. Um, what I do like about life coaching is it's solution-based. It doesn't, you, you, you know, it's, the, a person doesn't have to sit and explain their story and go back into the childhood and how many, you know, siblings you have and, go into all the details. It's just right. basically solution-based. It, right. it, it gets you there very, very fast, wherever you want to go. And it's also somebody who's, you know, who also has you accountable, for, you know, Correct. for where you're going. So you do have homework to do. You, I you know, find that a lot of the people that are a little bit skeptical about going or even speaking to a, a life coach um, – you know, you don't have to have a problem or an issue to talk to a life coach. You just want, uh, you just need to have the need to want more out of life. Meaning if there's any area in your life that you feel stuck, whether it could be your career, it could be your finances and how much money you're having, it could be your relationships, uh, whether it's your interpersonal relationships with a spouse or a child or a mother or, or, or a sibling uh, or your health, just anything that you feel that you want more of and you're having a difficult time getting there, a life coach can help you get there. A life coach can help you map out, understand yourself, and kind of get out of your own way because we all struggle with this. Uh, I have a little funny story. You know, last, a couple of weeks ago, I think I was talking to a friend, and they asked me how I was doing, and I said, I'm overwhelmed. And the first thing they said to me, well, isn't that an oxymoron? And I said, why? They said, you're the life coach. You're supposed to have this picture-perfect type life. And I said, that's the furthest thing from the truth. As a life coach and with a lot of my training, I have a lot of tools to get me back to center, but it doesn't mean that my life is perfect by no means. It's always, we're all, I think, a work in progress. I, absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, you know, so a, a lot of the things, and I'd love to hear from people that are listening in. If they have any questions, you can actually ask me on Facebook because I'm live. You can throw in some questions. I'm paying attention. And, um, or you could call. Again, I'm going to give you the number to call is 319-527-4160, 319-527-4160. And listening in is synyradio.com. So if anybody has any questions that they want to ask, please call in or put them up on Facebook. I'd be more than happy to discuss them. So a little bit about process when it comes to life coaching. So the, life, so the process I find for me is I like to 
have, I have a three-step process that I like to work with, with people. Um, it's basically discover, where you discover your emotional home, what makes you tick, why you make the decisions that you do, and what is your comfort zone? What do you fall back to? Everyone has that. You know, some people run their life from anxiety, and that's how they get things done. It might be something that we're all familiar with, like back in school, when a teacher would give you an assignment to do. There are those that did it in the first couple of nights and got it done, and then there were the people that procrastinated until the last minute, felt that pressure, and then got it done. Let me just see something here. Oh, great. Lisa, I just have someone else that's calling. Let me take that phone call in for a second. I'll get back to you. Hello, who's calling? Hi, this is Nancy. Hi, Nancy. How are you? How are you? Um, so I was just wondering what exactly your program would entail. Like, do you meet up with the person? Like, how often? Like, are there, are there certain... That's like, is there certain guidelines you put them forward? Like, so I think that's a great question. So, I, uh, my services are always come with a consultation, and during that consultation, I like to get to know the potential client, ask tons of questions of what they might be looking for, what's their expectations, what area of life they might be stuck in, you know, um, what do they feel are the things that are blocking them from getting to where they want. What do they want in 12 months from now? You know, start getting an idea of what a person might want. And then um, from that point on, I offer, as I was starting to say earlier, that three-step process where the first step is discover, where I want you to discover who you are. What makes you tick? What makes you make the decisions that you do? And there's a specific methodology that uh, I've learned that works to get you to understand who you are and what's been holding you back. The second step that I use is called assessment, meaning what, does, what has that emotional comfort zone cost you? What does it cost you? What in your life has collateral damage around you? And what it, will it cost you if nothing changes? What will happen in five years, ten years from now, or a year from now if nothing changes? If I want to change my physical body, then, you know, if that doesn't happen as I'm getting older, how does that affect my heart? How does that affect just my, over, over, you know, my, my overall body? How does that connect to my relationships or if I want to throw a ball around my kids or, you know, uh, some girls want to dance with their mom, you know, if a person feels that their body's not there as they're getting older, how does that affect them? So some of those ideas start to get planted in the client's mind that I now understand a little bit about myself. I've discovered I've assessed myself to know what it's been costing me and what it will cost me. And at the end, I like to call the third step results. And results pretty much means now let's go through those areas of your life that you said that you want to change. Let's put a specific map or uh, goal settings that you would like to accomplish in a certain amount of time. Let's get you perspective on it. Let's give you a clear focus on what it is that you want to do. And I always say that the commitment 
is what is going to get you there. If you had a car and the gas is what you, is going to get you there, when it comes to our lives, it's the commitment that really gets us there. Because anything that we've accomplished in our lives, if we've gotten married, if we're successful in, uh, in our careers or in our jobs, if we kept a friend, we've worked on it. We've been committed to it. No matter what the pace is, no matter where the waves are, high or low, we're committed to it, and that commitment keeps us going. So that's the three-step process that I offer to the clients. Um, and it's definitely produced results. It's worked. I've worked with hundreds of clients, and the three-step process and the methodology works. Does that answer your right. question, Nancy? Yes, it does. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you for calling in. All right. No problem. So I want to talk a little bit about what has gotten me um, here and what has gotten me to be a life coach. So I'm currently 47 years old, and I'm happily married for 18 years. I have six beautiful children, and my life has been somewhat of a roller coaster. Uh, I grew up with immigrant parents coming in from Lebanon. Uh, it was a very small, tight community, acclimating myself into the community at a young age. Uh, I went to Mag and David Yeshiva for elementary. Uh, high school years were a little bit more difficult for me. I went through three different high schools, those that know me, uh, three different high schools, and then later on went into a family business. Now, I find this a lot coaching these days that there's a lot of people that find their significance of who they are through what they're making or what they do or what their family associations are. So I had that growing up. I felt that I was my family's company. That's who I was. And year after year after year, that was ingrained in me. It became something that I totally was uh, filled with. And there wasn't really an Isaac Jamal or Zuki that a lot of you call me, um, uh, friends, anyway. And uh, so that's who I became. And after about 19 years or so with working with my family, I decided to leave. And at that point, when I left, I found that my identity was nowhere. I didn't know who I really was. I didn't know who and what I really believed in. Because my association, community-wise, significance-wise, was always what the company was and how I was represented financially, uh, how I dressed, how I spoke, my friends, my social arenas. And it took me uh, quite a while to find myself. I was, um, I like to um, go through those periods, you know, those emotional lows that everybody has in their lifetimes. And for me, that was probably the lowest time. And I think that after I left, it was about a four and a half year period. I was married at the time. I had two or I believe three children at the time, you know, two mortgages, uh, you know, expenses and things weren't going my way. And I, I was having a very difficult time finding myself. I was blessed that at that time in my life, I had gone to a trip to Israel and I had met a, more so than a brother, I would say, today, 
his name is Rav Yitzchak Bengera, and him and I and uh, some other friends, we were on a trip and we met, and we automatically had this kindred spirit with one another, and we very much had similar views but different. And uh, he approached me about a concept of opening up just a small room, offering some food for some boys that had got thrown out of school or had left their homes and ended up on the streets. And that spoke to me because during my high school years, I had been asked very nicely to leave uh, one of the schools, one of the community schools, and I felt that it was um, really uncalled for. I didn't feel that I did anything so significant that I needed to be asked to leave. And that really resonated with me. And years later, almost 20 years later, here I am faced with an opportunity to open up a school or Maybe it was just like a little home for a little while. And from that, developed a relationship. But in that low that I was in my life at that point, I was able to start now coaching these young boys. I would travel uh, to Israel several times a year to help develop the school and help develop the boys and was very, very involved. And through that, I think my natural talents that I've had over the years started to really come to the surface, and I really started to find myself. Um, I didn't jump into coaching right away, but that project started 13 years ago. Today, we're three locations. We've had thousands of young men and boys come through the organization where we coach them. We coach them in spirituality and having a relationship with Hashem and that connection and turning their talents, whether it be videography or cinematography or it could be woodworking or it could be just this love for managing hotels or jewelry or stocks, whatever it might be, these boys were given an opportunity to flourish in now a place where it was okay to be who you really are. And through some more experiences, later on in life, finances became an issue, and my business had dipped. And down, uh, back in 2017, I remember a friend of mine, Simon Nissen, uh, came to the office, and he brought in a Simon Sinek video and said to me, you have to watch this. And I watched it. It was probably a couple of days after I'd find out that my business was really not doing so great. And he said on that video that if you had all the finances that you needed for the rest of your life, if you were set at the level of where you wanted to live, what would, if you had to work, what would you get up, what would you get up and do tomorrow? And the answer came to me in three seconds because of my experience in Israel, I would coach. And I quickly uh, got my certification from the Life Coaching Institute, and I started to market myself, just a couple of friends, just a couple of people who thought that, you know, I was right for them to help them get from point A to point B, and my coaching career here for the community had started. Uh, within the last two and a half years, I've been through some massive training, uh, certifications from Tony Robbins who is just the genius or the grandfather of life coaching. And what he's done for me 
um, personally has helped me in my own personal life, but more so he's been able to put the science behind what we do as coaches. And that really helped the methodology of how to explain to someone how to discover themselves or how to assess, how to break a limiting belief, how to get you to understand that changing your physiology is going to change your emotional state. And the science behind that started to really speak to me, and I brought that into my coaching sessions, and very quickly things started to rapidly change and move and grow for me with a lot of uh, results that I was delivering for clients. And from there, what a beautiful community we are, uh, word of mouth spread really quickly, and all of a sudden I'm, you know, coaching, you know, tens of hours a week, and I'm having people call me up, and the uh, the experience just started to come, and it's really been a passion for me. It's really something that has been a calling. I feel that my life has been guided right to this point, where I can focus on our beautiful community, I can focus on our people, and I can help them get unstuck from wherever they are in life. And I've worked with people in their businesses. I go into offices and I offer services there, whether it's employee-employer relationships, building culture, and and, and things alike. Um, I've helped people in their marriages and relationships, people who have been married for 15, 20, 30, even a couple that was married 49 years came to see me and I was able to, you know, just shed some light on relationships and masculine and feminine balances in relationships. So there's so much that a coach can do for you. So if you're thinking about, doesn't have to be me, just think about if there's a particular area in your life that you might be stuck in, that you just want more or you know you have the potential to be more, but you need somebody to help you across that bridge, hire a coach. Go for a consultation. Think about it. It will help you for the rest of your life. It will change the perspective. It will help your relationships. It will help your careers. It will help you personally. It will just expand your horizons. It will take you from being unconscious to conscious. Just somebody helping you there along the way. Um, I'm going to chime Lisa back in so maybe she can help us. Lisa, you still there? I am, Isaac. You're listening? I am. Okay. So I, I was just saying that, you know, people sometimes are hesitant about hiring a coach, but I think it's a stigma in a lot of people's heads that they might feel that they have an issue or they might be embarrassed about it. And today people are talking more and more about personal growth and how people want to get out of their own ways. And I think that as community coaches, that the community has somewhere to go to be able to talk to someone safely, confidentially, and help them grow in any area that they want. Absolutely. Also, you know, we all have very similar struggles, and it's usually very um, hush-hush, and sometimes people don't really know where to go to to get some answers um, to different things. So it's it's very helpful, you know. And 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 it's also you know confidential, meaning you know whatever whatever is discussed between you and the coach. You know, like if somebody comes to me, 
it's between me and them, like a vault. You put it in and that's it. You know, I don't tell my mother, my brother, my sister, you know, whatever they say, I hold close to my heart. So it's also, you know, people need to go to somebody that they feel safe with. I agree. And I think that, and you and I have discussed this before, that we are blessed. Every single one of us are blessed to live in a community that is, I think, second to none. And I think that there's Jewish communities all around the world where our values are very similar and our traditions are very similar and we all, you know, are very blessed and lucky. But within the confines of those walls, inside of that blessing, there are a lot of challenges. We do a lot of things together. I mean, it's summertime now and how many people are, you know, whether they're upstate in the bungalows or they're in the West, you know, they're on the Jersey Shore, people are living together and they're living with their in-laws or they're living with, you know, brothers and sisters and there's struggles there. There are community struggles, you know, that we're all dealing with. There's the true financial, you know, uh, um, uh, issues that everyone struggles with on a month-to-month basis. You know, you hear it all the time. It's expensive and yes, it is expensive, but, you know, how do we deal with that? How do I not let my finances overwhelm my life so that I can enjoy the now? Because I find a lot of the times, and tell me if you do, Lisa, that you know, people measure themselves based on what they wear and what house they're living in and what car they're driving, and that becomes the persona that they have to keep up with on a day-to-day basis, and what happens after years of keeping that up, that they lose a connection with what they truly want, their purpose, and their desires. Absolutely, and also, you know, it is like, you know, it is, you know, everybody does measure themselves, you know, against the next person, and sometimes you might not even want that big house or that, you know, fancy car, or, but we lose sight of it because we're, we're, we're judging ourselves against somebody else's outsides, and that might not even be something that's really important to us. I agree. It might be, you know, quality time with, with, with that children might be more important than, you know, how big our houses and spending a couple of hours extra you know at at the office or moms really having to overwork themselves on a day-to-day basis with keeping up moving from home to home keeping up with the clothes making sure that everybody making sure that she's looking you know up to par for everything else and not that those things aren't nice they are Uh, i recently put out a, a a video you could see that uh, Jamal coaching on Instagram or Isaac Jamal on, 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 on Facebook uh, on money. You know, that, that was a great video. Thank you very much. You know, that, that, that video says a lot about us. Yes. Money is fun and it's fun to own, own the, all these things. And it's fun to go on a destination wedding or, you know, own, you know, a, a boat that you can go out to. Yes, absolutely. We all want more. And anyone that does, says that they don't, I think really should check, right? We all want more. But it's not the foundation and the essence of life. 
Life is interpersonal relationship. Life is my spouse. Life is my children. Life is my parents. Life is my friends and my community members. And their well-being and their growth is, I think, the most important part of life. And I think that sometimes we lose sight of that because life takes over, because we're in the rat race, because we're trying to make that tuition bill, because we're trying to keep up. You know, uh, I wrote an article recently. Uh, it's going into the, the July issue of Millennium. And I wrote there that, you know, on the basic, two homes and three vacations have become the standard. Right? We all feel this pressure to keep up. And I want to bring you, it back to life say coaching. Say it again, Isaac. I, want, I said I wanted to bring it back to life coaching, not just a conversation about uh, the community, but life. a life coach can help you balance it out. It can eliminate the pressure, but a life coach can help you balance out the pressure. And that's some of the things that we do in sessions where, you know, we're able to get you to reprioritize what, the things, what are the things that are most important to you and where are you actually spending your focus and your time? And yes. try to rewire that to get it to where you want it to be. And it's also, you know, training somebody to check in with themselves and see, you know, do I want to go to that event? Does that event resonate with me? You know, checking in with their value systems and is their value systems aligning of where they're spending their time? Yes, absolutely. You know, Lisa, I'm just going to, I want to announce the telephone number again. If anybody wants to call in with any questions, it's 319-527-4160. Again, the number is 319-527-4160. We're also live on Facebook, just me on, you know, at my office uh, speaking to Lisa. And Honestly, Lisa, I don't know how many people are listening, but I, I'm enjoying the conversation with you, and, and I think that, uh, you know, anyone would benefit from seeing a life coach. I think that on the surface that it would elevate their game. It will elevate their life very, very quickly. You know, it, you know understanding. I, yeah. No, no, continue, continue. I was saying, just a shift in perspective can sometimes bring consciousness to somebody, and that just opens up all new doors and new possibilities. And I find that a lot of the times when people bring in these new perspectives into their lives, all of a sudden, the world, you know, the universe answers. The universe answers what it is that you want. As long as you're open to it and now you're clear with what you want, somehow I, I like to use the word Hashem or God and bring that and somehow it just starts to flow and the things that I really want start to develop very, very quickly. And it's amazing. Just a small shift in perspective can do that to somebody or for somebody. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Yeah. So here's some other things that I wrote down, right? We all generally, how are we stuck or how do we get stuck? And basically, 
We all get stuck in areas where we want something, but we're having a difficult time getting it, right? I want to uh, lose some weight, or I want to better my relationship, or, you know, I want to get ahead. I want to make more money. And we have all these ideas, and a lot of the times fear stands in the way. Fear just gets in the way of the things that we want. And what starts to happen is we start, if I, asked, if I can ask this question, if there's anything in anyone's life that you want, what's stopping you from getting it? You know, what's stopping you from getting what you really want? And what ends up happening is you'll start getting answers like the issue is or the problem is or I don't have the time or I can't, right? I, 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 you know, life takes over or life's happened. And those resources become the story that we tell ourselves. I don't have the financial wherewithal. Things cost money, right? And I need money to be able to do things, right? For my relationship, for example, I always tell clients that to be creative in your relationship, you don't need a lot of money. You could take out a pen and a piece of paper and you can write your loved one, you know, some type of note that's going to touch them or some type of a surprise, Right, But we always have a story that we tell ourselves, and that story is in the way of me getting what it is that I want out of life. That's how I get stuck. I start to believe the story, and that story starts to resonate. And now we start really trying to build up evidence for the story. Well, you know, you know all the, I hear this all the time, well, all women have a struggle with this, or all men are that way. And we start to build this evidence about this story that we've been telling ourselves to give ourselves some backup, right, to support whatever it is we've been telling ourselves, and we stay stuck. And life coaches listen to your story, and then they start to analyze it. Lisa, we just got another call, so I'm just going to... Uh, Go for it. I'm here. Hold on. Okay. Hello? Hello, are you there? You're on live with Isaac. Okay. Try that again. Maybe they're on hold. Hello? Okay, so the we're having I'm having some technical difficulties there. Um get back with Lisa. Yeah, Lisa. Hi, I'm so, here. Yeah, so we were talking about stories, how people tell themselves stories and they start to believe them. And this can be generated over years of time, right? After, after years, people support those stories and they tell themselves that they can't get out of it. So what a life coach can actually um, offer to a person is to listen to what it is that they're actually saying to themselves. Separate out the things that are in your mind, the truths from the not truths. Right. Right? I can't, you know, I, 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 I can't get to the gym. Right? I don't have any time. 
Now, there, I mean, I think with a click of a button, there's probably a million personal trainers around, even in our community or around, or gyms, right? If you wanted the resources, they would be around you. But being resourceful with what you have is really where success comes from, where you're able to push yourself up to that next level, to get to where you want to go, is to become resourceful. And another component, which I started talking about before, is fear. All of us are afraid. We're all afraid of something. Each one of us is afraid. And generally fear comes from not being enough or not feeling that we're good enough in a particular area. And with fear, it holds us back. And the counterpart to fear is, I, I believe, is two things. I think it's faith versus fear, either a belief in yourself or a belief that you're guided. And I also believe that courage and bravery counterparts fear. Being courageous doesn't mean I'm not afraid. It means I'm afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway. And to be successful in anything, you have to have that sense of courage. Once but you, you and that, you also have somebody behind you who's, you know, holding your hand while you do step into unfamiliar territories or something that, you know, where you are taking a risk and putting yourself out there. I agree. I agree. And it's, you know, and, and it's scary to do it alone. Absolutely, and you know... It's hard to talk to your spouse. It's hard to talk to your friends or your family members sometimes because everyone is so judgmental and so critical, and we have to keep up whatever we feel, you know, we have to keep up with. So it's very hard for us to discuss these things. You know, you brought up such a good point when you, you know, when you spoke about, um, you know, when somebody wants to get fit. We hire professionals really for everything. You know, if we want to, you know, lose weight, most of us have trainers. If we want our houses to look a certain way, we hire a decorator. It's the same thing, you know, hiring a coach. And most, you know, high-performance people, So, you know, Serena, the tennis players, they all have coaches and they all have life coaches. You know, President Clinton, Bill Gates, I heard some videos the other day where the – the CEO, I believe, of Google was saying that, you know, that coaching has become something that is mandatory in the office space because they're mixing the personal growth with the business. Businesses want their people at their peak performance. So hiring a coach for them to get out of their own way helps them do that. You know, today, and I I heard a statistic that I think in three to five years, that the coaching industry is going to completely boom. Even schools are starting to consider moving away from therapists so that we can give the children coaches so that they don't have to have a stigma of having a problem or an issue. So that they can have somebody help them deal with whatever it is they're dealing with, whether it's in English or in math or whatever subjects that they're learning, but getting a coach you know, just like you do in a basketball team or a soccer team or, you know, you're, you're in the Olympics. They all have coaches. A coach helps us see the target. Sometimes we're in life. You know, 
I, I think the saying goes, I can't see the, the trees from the forest. Is that yes. what you're Right? Yes. When you're in the forest, sometimes you just can't see past it. You can't see where you are or where you're going. And a coach has that, you know, that overlooking map, that view of where the target is and helps you navigate Go right, go left. It's kind of like looking at the top of the maze and helping someone, you know, guiding someone through the maze or through the labyrinth and getting them to where they want to go. And, you know, it's, it's amazing. And uh, I have a coach, you know. I have a coach, too. Coach. You know, I have a coach. And, 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 and I can't tell you that sometimes such small little details that I, I can overlook because I'm entrenched in what I'm doing, it can change a whole idea. It can change the success of a project so quickly. You know, just the influence of somebody else looking in without judging me, right? Without you know, and, and, you know, and Isaac also, it's somebody who really could tap into and see your potential. Yeah. I might not be able to see my potential, but my coach can see my full potential. Yes. Yeah, it's amazing how it works. You know, it really, really works. And, yeah, I was skeptical at first also. But once you get there and you get comfortable with everybody's imperfect, nobody in the world, not a single soul in the, in the world has it all. You know, we're all deficient in something. You know, we might have money, but our relationships are no good. Or we might have relationships and money, but someone, God forbid, in a, in a family is not feeling well. There's so many different mixes that we have in life. Everyone's got their own mix. No one has it all. We're all struggling in some area of our lives, and we all can use a helping hand. You know, a coach is a helping hand. They're there to guide you. They're there to help you. They're there to help you dream big. Right? They're there to help you create. Like we said, they're there to see your true potential. Right? And it, they also bring meaning to a lot of the difficulties that we've had in life. We've all had painful experiences. If you're old enough, you've had a painful experience in your life. You've gone through it. And a coach helps you bring purpose to those painful experiences. How are you able to grow? How are you able to what lesson did you learn? You know, people feel like failures all the time. They're very critical of themselves all the time. Um, beating themselves up, I find, a lot of the time. And uh, it's not about failure or success. It's about results. Right. And if I did something, just like I, I say all the time, like a, like a scientist in a laboratory where they're mixing the chemicals and they get a particular reaction that they didn't expect, but something that they didn't want, it just means that that chemical mix brought them to a result. So they have to try something else. It doesn't dissuade them from stopping or pushing back, right? A lot of us try, we want to do something, right? We want to get on our bikes in the morning or, you know, we want to try to start a diet or we want to try to learn, learn some, you know, some of the guys maybe want to learn or want to take on something spiritual, Whatever it might be that something somebody wants to do, at the first sign of resistance, we give up. It's passion, pushing through that resistance. It's believing that you have the potential inside of you, that you can do it. We all can do it. It's a matter of commitment. 
It's a matter of believing in yourself. And a lot of the times, it's getting somebody to help you do it, asking for that help. Because we don't have it all. We don't have all the answers. And, you know, hiring a coach is, you know, one of those ways, especially today where it's so common. You know, you, there's tens of thousands of coaches out there. It's become something. And, and as community coaches, I just love because we come from where you come from. Right. right? We, we know up, your struggles. Right. We grew up. <laughs> we, we live grew your up struggles. On a day-to-day basis. Right? On a day-to-day basis. We, we live them. We, we know where you're from. You know, we live on the same blocks that you, have, that, you, that you do. You know, we go to the same schools. We pray in the same shoes. We, go, we celebrate in the same, you know, in, in the same halls together. So we see each other all the time. And as a community, no matter where we are, you know, what level of, of significance financially we are, we're all together. Right. You know, so, so we're all struggling with similar issues. You know, and having someone that's been through it to guide you. And, you know, uh, as I said earlier, me specifically, uh, uh, you know, whether it's been business background or whether it's been relationship struggles or whether it's been parenting struggles, whether it's been health struggles. You know, I had H. pylori at the age of 13 and I was struggling with ulcers. I have a client who, you know, remembers me from back then and said, didn't you have ulcers? Yeah, I had some serious health issues when I was younger and I had to get through them. So, you know, when you're well-rounded and you've been there, it's much easier for you to get comfortable, to open up, to relax, to enjoy who you really are, right? Finding your light, finding your voice amongst everybody is very difficult. You might feel that it's muted out, but it's not. You're an essential, integral part of our community, our world, we can't do it without you, and we need you at your best. We need you at your peak performance. We need you at your best emotional state so that we can come together, use our talents to look towards the future, our children, our grandchildren. This world is changing so rapidly and so quickly. It's hard to keep up. It's hard for the adults to keep up. These kids growing up with you know, iPads, iPhones, you know, uh, whatever it might be in their hands. You know, I have a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, and she could probably use the phone better than I can. You know, she knows what what YouTube she wants to go to. She knows how to get there. She might not know the code and cry about it until somebody opens it for her, but she knows what she's doing. She knows what she likes. And in that struggle, what's happening is we're not developing emotionally as deep as we need to. Kids have a lot of information. Kids speak to their parents today in what we would call a disrespectful way, where the truth is is a child doesn't even understand they're being disrespectful. They're communicating to you in the same language they might be watching or they might might see you communicate it, and they're not understanding that they're being disrespectful. So their information level is really high, but they don't have the emotional experience to go with it. So they're finding themselves getting depressed really quickly. They don't feel, if it's not at the level of success that they need it to be, they're not committing to it. They're not doing the hard work. At resistance, this generation definitely pushes back. 
And we have to train our children. We first have to train ourselves in how to do it. And then right. we have to give it over to our kids and try to give that um, space and permission for them to grow into the, you know, into what their purpose is, finding their pers- purpose, first of all, being okay with them having a purpose and not having to be the same thing my father was, my mother was, and we want something different. Today, women and men at such a young age are entering the workforce, right? They're becoming entrepreneurs. They're having creative ideas. You know, me growing up, if your family was in, you know, the clothing business, you were in the clothing business. And if your family was in an electronic business, you were in an electronic business. There was no choice about it. You didn't have too much choice. Today, the world has changed. Accepting that is difficult for us. And allowing them to be themselves is also difficult, you know. And some of those older uh, young adults uh, that haven't gotten married yet uh, in their, let's say, mid-20s, and they might still be living at home. They're adults in the real world, but they're still at home, and the parents are still influencing and pushing. And what did they become? Have we given them enough space to become themselves? Right? These are a lot of little details in a person's life when you're running to work or you're running you know, to get the, get the groceries done or you're going to pick up your child from a bus that you might overlook. But these things are happening on a day-to-day. And again, one of those things with working with a life coach, they help you with those perspectives. They help you with the fringe ideas of what's going on around you. So I think, go ahead, Lisa. No, no, I'm listening. So to me, you know, to me it's, it's being open, getting people to understand what a life coach is and being open to that idea. Um, hold on, we're getting a phone call. Great. Hello? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Hello? I think I have Nechama here. Nechama, are you on the phone? Can you hear me? Okay, we'll try that again. Hello? This is not working the way I'd like it to. Okay. Lisa, I really have to thank you. I'm really grateful. I didn't expect you to call in, but I'm really happy that you did. Thank you. Thank you. I'm getting a lot out of it, too. Thank you, Isaac. Yeah. It's always nice to collaborate with you, and I really appreciate, you know, um, I, I, you know, especially having another community coach on the phone with me. It's so special because, you know, there's a, there are a lot of community coaches. They might not be, you know, people might not be so aware, but there are a lot of community coaches. And definitely seek out somebody that you feel that you can be comfortable with. And try to build that relationship. Try to build, you know, some type of way for you to be able to grow and get yourself unleashed. 
you know, with a few minutes left, I'd like to a little bit talk about this program that we're going to be launching in the fall of 2019. It's yes. called From Stuck to Unleashed in 12 Weeks, and we're going to be using the methodology that we spoke about earlier, the three-step process. Um, it's discover, assess, and then it is results, keeping you accountable and getting those results. And that program is going to be very intensive. It's going to have an automated um, accountability system that you'll be able to log in on a day-to-day -day basis. You'll get one hour uh, of a live coaching session in a, in a group. It'll be on a Zoom group. You will get one hour uh, in the same week with a coach, myself, Lisa, or uh, one of the other community coaches that are going to be working with us. Uh, and we are going to be doing power squats where we'll break it down to either five or six people in those power squats, and you'll have an hour with that. And we'll be also offering you a 15, actually a 20-minute one-on-one coaching weekly so that we can assess where you're at and how we can help you. The program is going to be intense. It will deliver results. We're excited about it. And the highlight of the event of the program is going to be a two-night, three-day seminar in Florida where we are going to be in a place where we are all going to share and celebrate. We're going to have speakers. Uh, we're going to have some, you know, some uh, exercise retreats, maybe some yoga, those types of things. We have some people actually coming in from Europe that I spoke about that I spoke to that will come and speak to us and inspire us and really get people to bond, to understand that we're all struggling with similar struggles. We all have similar issues. Differences in each house, yes, but understandably similar. And if we kind of get around the campfire together and we understand that we're not alone and we start building a tribe within our tribe, then we can really start making a difference. And I think that, for me, it's starting to reverberate those feelings, those emotions, getting them out there to people so that we can get together. We can know that we can overcome anything, either personally or as a group, and that we can grow. We can get past these stigmas of what we should be and start becoming our authentic selves and feeling proud about it, not feeling ashamed, not feeling like I can't be, you know, if you're musically inclined and your parents are in the clothing business, but I have to be in the clothing business, but maybe my musical talents can be something that I can inspire others with, right? That's going again back to that purpose. So this program is designed for community members that feel that they want to grow in certain areas in their life. It's a 12-week program with a seminar at the end. We're really excited about it. If you want any information, you could either uh, email me at jamalcoaching at gmail.com. You can, you know, DM me on Instagram or Facebook. It's Isaac Jamal. On uh, LinkedIn, it's Isaac Jamal. And on Facebook, it is Jamal Coaching. So i like to thank everybody that listened. I really, I really appreciate it. And Lisa, I, I really have no words. It was really nice co-hosting this with you. Um, it was, it was Thank really you. nice and very exciting. And I appreciate you staying on with me for the whole hour. So that support, you know, that's what a life coach does. They support. So I, I appreciate, appreciate you being there for me. And with that, Thank I want you. To
I want to say And I'm excited. It, I'm excited. Yeah. It's it's going to be an amazing amazing course. Yeah. You're working you've been working really hard on on it and it's it's Thank um you. it's you know something to uh definitely to consider. Well, it's something that I'm truly passionate about. I truly believe that our people need this. You know, personal growth in the world is happening, but we need it for us. We need it to hit home. We need it to be special and geared to us. Like you said before, we like everything custom made for us. You know, we use the same caterers. We use the same, you know, we the same decorators. We use the same, you know, we, we travel to the same places. This has to be special for us, and this is what this program is. It's special for us, and I hope that everybody, you know, gets some information. Uh, we'll also going to be hosting a live event sometime over the next few weeks. More information will be posted. Look out for those videos. DM us. Tell us what you thought about our, pod, our first podcast. And um, thank you. Thank you for listening in. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Isaac.